Hi, my name is Terry Lynch. I'm the CEO of Power Nickel. Power Nickel is developing the advanced stage nickel sulfide project called NIST. It's located in Namaska, Quebec. We're about to uh, produce our inaugural 43101 sometime in the sort of October, probably towards the end of October. And we expect to go to 8 to 10 million tons at that point of about 1.5% nickel EQ. That would make it a commercial deposit. So it's an exciting time to be looking at Power Nickel. Look forward to talking to you soon. Well, before you talk to that, you can talk to me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a good to see you here, man. Good to see you for yeah. a while. Yeah, since Quebec, I guess. We're freezing our butt off in Quebec. It was a bit cold. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit cold. It's quite cold out there. Sunny day, really nice. Very, Great, very, have you been here before? Uh, skiing. Never, never, uh, never. Nice. Uh, yeah, skiing is amazing here. The back bowls of hail are legendary. Yeah, nice, nice. Back nice when I was a young man. <laughs> right. Now we're much older and wiser. Yeah. We're going to talk about your project. We're going to have a little bit of noise of reconstructing the yeah. hotel. Apologies, folks. Um, is why are you here? Uh, again, you know, we're, we think we're dramatically uh, misunderstood story, or perhaps even not not even uh, a known story. So, it you know, when you feel that, you need to get your uh, face out there and yep. to the usual suspects and show them what you got and. Uh, commit them with the data and, and go from there. So that's why this is one of the bigger conferences. It makes sense to come here. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you're stacked with meetings. We were talking about it before we, we started rolling. Um, you're here to see, is it a case of, okay, awareness? Is it a case of I'm after some specific investors? Because you have recently, well, we'll talk about money in a second. Um, or strategics, or it's just to say, like, as a, as a high-grade high nickel story, we're under-leveraged. Well, you know, we're um, undervalued, high leverage story. Yeah, there's there's a number of uh, funds that yeah. come here that you can see cost effectively this way. That right. would be difficult to get to another, any other way. So that was probably our primary attraction to coming here. Um, you know, we'll see all the usual suspects on the strategic side. Uh, we've made some moves in that respect, as you know. So uh, uh, it's a matter of keeping everyone abreast of what we're do what we've done and how we're doing and you know how it's scaling. So. Right, okay. You've been going through the phases. Okay, I, th I think one of the things that you, you can say, you've been on our show enough times that you're, you're hitting the grade question. Yeah. Right? One and up. That's that's super good. Now you got to kind of deliver on the scale components. Yep. Like, tell us, um, I guess, where you're at today. You're talking about 43, one and one coming up maybe end yep. of October-ish. Yep. Um, what have you been doing? Sure. So we, we started off with 3.1 million tons of historical uh, uh, grade, 1.6%. We had updated it, you know, internally to around 4 million tons with about 2,500 meters of drilling a lot about two years ago. Then since then, we've drilled about 17,000 meters, uh, hit on probably 55, 60% of the holes, all with 1% nickel or better. Um, and, you know, now that data is about to be incorporated into the 43101. So we'd expect it would, you know, get to sort of the 8 to 10 million ton range, certainly 100,000 contained tons of nickel. And that, in our mind, would be enough to be a you know bona fide uh, nickel mine, and it's commercial quantity. And that's just on one pod. Uh, every nickel sulfide mine in the history of the world is a multiple pod. So uh, we'd expect this would be. We've already sort of identified some pods. We've already had some success with that. So we think this is going to be a, a big deposit. We don't, we think when we look at it and analogies in Canada for ultramafic deposits, which is what ours is, uh, Lynn Lake was 22 million tons. Boise Bay is plus 50 we'd think would be sort of in that 30 plus range. So that'll make it a very big nickel discovery. And, uh, you know, so that, that's uh, that's what we're trying to get the, the word out on. Right, okay. And you've you've talked about, I think, saw, saw some headlines and some articles where they're talking about the kind of the step, the drilling and the kind of the distance of the step out. So there's some degree of confidence in what you're Yeah, doing. you know, we, we've we done a lot of uh, geophysics work and we've used some interesting new technology and, and gotten some insights from that. So uh, at our current, uh, what we call NISC main, We've noticed three trends uh, that are going south and east at depth and on, on strike. 
So we're quite confident in stepping out on those. And we, we just did a 300 meter step out and hit 25 meters of massive sulfites, a semi-massive sulfite. So it's exactly what you want to hit. Some big step outs, but you know, done with you know what we thought was insight from our from our geophysics program. So we didn't feel like it was like a crazy risky thing to do. It was a progressive thing to do because we obviously want to add tonnage, and you got to be yeah, respectful of the capital. So uh, we've got several more of those lined up because we we really feel confident in, in what we see in the deposit and how we can rapidly add uh, tons of resources. Right. We're not saying big in obviously the grade's good, but not big intercepts at the moment. And there's shallow drilling relatively, isn't it? So yep. With less than 300 meters. Into, is that about yeah? It? So that one would have been uh, around uh, around four hundred. Four hundred, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, twenty five meters is a pretty good intersection for nickel. Uh, you know, for yeah. for high grade. But even some of these ultra mafics, we've kind of seen it's a longer, but much much less grade, lower grades. We're gonna we're gonna make money. Okay, you know? and I'm coming. I'm coming to that. Don't you worry. I'm a fan. Lots and lots of money. <laughs> okay, okay. The, 0.25 percent nickel. God bless. Right, but I'm, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is the way that small companies. So, a 30 million market cap company, right? Yeah. Okay. So, raising money is expensive uh, in relation to your your, your market, market cap, cap yeah. right? So, we're saying is you sometimes you just need to be smart about yeah. the way that you do these things, right? So, you're saying we're at 43,101. People can see we might be eight, 10 million tons at these sorts of craze. That's economic, right? Yeah. We're we're good. And that's one part, yep. right? Um, and it's kind of, if you can get there, you might get the valuation, you might get the uplift. People might get the leverage re return on their investment. Um, do, you, do, you feel, do, you, do you feel that? So I don't want to put words. Yeah, yeah, about no, that no. I mean, we have, we have a, we have a you know, presentation, uh, you know, a slide in our presentation where we compare ourselves with other nickel, high-grade yeah, nickel sulfate projects. And, you know, if you look at Talamels, which, you know, great deposit, very comparable deposit in many ways, it's valued at around, the deposit for 400 million or so. And so now, uh, I guess with their most recent one, they're up to 17 million tons, you know? So, um, you know, we think we're gonna be half that anyway, and we're at 30. So the math doesn't work out. I'm not I'm not disparaging Talamels because they're down by 50%. I think it's a buy as well. Yeah. But I'm just saying, relatively speaking, once you get the number out there in a 43-101, there will be, in my view, a revaluation of us towards the 150, 200 million market cap, I believe, because that's where the math works out. It, it is, but it's also quite kind of simplistic in, in, in the sense that you've kind of got to get the balance between the, 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 all the different commodities and you've kind of got the nickel and bits of copper, you've got some cobalt and so forth. And you've got the job of explaining to them how you get that stuff out of the ground to become an economic mine. Because if the market doesn't react, like it hasn't reacted for a lot of people for the last couple of years, it stays in the ground, right? Right. So how do you get around that? What are the other work? Because I like, I like the thinking outside the box in terms of how you progress the story, yeah. but you may have to bring a strategic in. You may yeah. have to on this well, one. Well, in that part. respect, we have, right? I mean, right. We, 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 uh, we announced and have done yeah. a deal with CVMR Corporation, which is a very large nickel processor, uh, ultimately seven and a half million, and then right. they'll get between five to 7% of the equity. Right. Um, and they'll produce a full feasibility study. So. Uh, they're a private company, multi-billion-dollar private company. They they obviously believe in the deposit, and uh, you know they want access to Class One nickel in North America to advance their own business. And uh, you know, I think that was a big you know thing for us to have somebody from outside to endorse it and and make the investment. And I, I you couple that with the updated forty-three one hundred one. And then I think you got both ends of the of the of the, of the right. But what 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 is it? It's a private company, so people don't know about them, and it's hard. But they, they don't have to say anything, so yep. they don't. So what is it that you said that they the problem you're solving for them, and what do they see in you? Yeah. So what we're solving for them is access to class one nickel in North America. 
So how much they need and what does it yeah, so, so so they basically they're they're uh, big clients of the Department of Defense in the United States, Department of Energy, uh, the uh, um, you know battery uh, you know sector, uh, 3D printing. So they make uh, they're sort of a world leader in uh, uh, powders, uh, nanopowders, and uh, wire and anodes. And uh, they do things like, for example, the uh, uh, American one hundred dollar bill is printed on a nickel plate that these guys did. Uh, so you imagine the scrutiny you go to to be able to handle that. Uh, they do the uh, super colliders, so they have these ten million dollar nickel tubes made to five ninth purity. They make that, so they're they're probably amongst, if, if not the you know the most technical nickel producer in the world amongst them. Right. And and so uh, they need high grade uh, nickel sulfide to do that. They want it to be in North America for obvious reasons, and there's not a lot of options there. Right, but that that's that describes a certain type of company. Like they're not, they're not looking for you know, input into their stainless steel production They're billions not. of dollars, right? This is very niche specific, yeah. but high margin, I suspect, stuff where they want a source, presumably North so, American so source, right? That's one of the things that's attractive. They they get between two and a half to three times LME for their products. Yeah. So if the thing works out, you know, what what happens, the way we've entered the the partnership at this point or the, the, the investment was they produce the feasibility study. That will give them comfort with the deposit. Uh, if it works out, it would probably cost about four hundred million to build a fully uh, finished product refinery where we would actually output the powders, wires, anodes, special projects, uh, and that would get between two and a half to three times LME price, at virtually the same cost, maybe a little bit more, not much. So crazy high uh, IRRs, you know. So so that would be uh, you know you know one of the reasons that's attractive to us. But from a in defensive perspective, what we also did and do was. We didn't block up our future. We still right. maintained our free agency. So, so we're still a free agent. Uh, you know, we no offtake agreement, no first rights. So, if at the end of the day, uh, BHP or Wiley or Glencore or Valley or you know somebody decides that hey, they got to have this, it's available. That's where I was going because I think it was a company like that has spe- very specific needs, and we've seen them with titanium space as well. Yeah. They, and that's fine, but it doesn't sort of necessarily bode well. For you guys in terms of you know telling that scale story again so you, okay you have not you you basically said that's not necessarily our entire future we are open to yeah, other we're open to it I mean, I mean they they are building two multi-billion dollar projects right now so yeah it's not like they don't have the capital to sort of step forward and build but they may not need it well they didn't invest seven million dollars for nothing right well, sometimes these companies do. They they come they come in and they 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 take so, option. Well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a podcast with the CEO of uh, CVMR because that's that's one of the things we need to educate the world as to right. who they are and why they they did this. Right. So he'll he'll speak to the audience about that. Fantastic. Yeah. So, but in terms of um, you know your future and the scale of the opportunity you see in yep. front of you, you talk about this. This is just the first part. Yep. You've got this ant technology that you yep. use to help you identify you know like the prospective targets. Yep. Right. So why don't you tell us about that? Because I I, I think most of the ones here will be thinking, I want to understand the scale of the sure, opportunity. Sure, 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 so, so we, let's say we get to eight and a half to 10, you know, you know, fairly quickly by the end of October, so that's, that's enough to be commercial, then where do you go from there? Well, we think we can probably, looks like we can probably grow, you know, um, maybe another 30, 40% on a NISC main, so make yeah. it to like, you know, 14 million tons, who knows? Uh, and then it's like, okay, what other pods are there? So we, we know that there's a, we, we had a big hit on our uh, airborne EM kilometer east, uh, which we've now confirmed with the uh, the ambient noise technology, and there's two other pods that we've identified, you know, uh, with the uh, uh, airborne 
and the fleet technology to the west. Uh, and that's likely four, you know, three locations that we'll be testing out that we think could well deliver pods like uh, NISC main. And as my VP of exploration said, what are the odds we got the best one first? Well, three or four to one, right? So there, you know, we certainly are quite optimistic about what that can do. And then the other uh, thing that we would bring out is that we did step out and hit uh, eight meters of one ounce PGMs in our Northwest. Um, and that may be a completely separate <laughs> animal, but we'll obviously be following up on that because it uh, wouldn't be bad to have a couple of million ounces of PGMs to help the economics. Yeah, no, for, 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 for sure. Once you kind of get, get to that point, I think in terms of market terms, in terms of share price driving that, that kind of growth story narrative in the market, PGMs, it's, 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 a, it's a tough one. So, but, but nickel is exciting the market. Yep. Been lots of MA activity. You mentioned a few yep. of the Wileys uh, of this world. Um, so, just sticking with your yep. own, how do you move the $30 million company forward? Okay, one yes. strategic in for $7.5 million. And so, how does that break down, by the way? Uh, it's basically done in multiple tranches and, right. and a stock price at the time. So, we did the first one at 50 cents a share. Right. And then the next one will be in, in uh, early November, and we'd expect, well, we're going to get our 43101 out. Yeah. At some point, the stock price should respond, but we'll see. Right. And hopefully it's done higher and so forth. So it's market incentivization for them, is it? Or is it about deliverables of things like 43101s? We structured, we structured it this resources. way to, to try and, and, and minimize our dilution, right? Yeah. You know, so so we know that the math is seven and a half million to, to get the range of feasibility uh, benchmark studies and all the things that we need yeah. to get done so that the number is defined and then it's a question of well how many shares does the number make so that that's what's defined by the market so right is it effectively a drawdown or is that against specific targets which you uh, it's effectively a drawdown based upon the market right yeah. okay so you're in control of that to some, yes. some yeah. degree because the market improves do you, well hang on that's is, the market is, is there an optionality if you say well actually we've taken some but we don't want to take the rest of it <laughs> you know what goes crazy, crazy for you yeah. uh, crazy up or crazy now crazy up perfect yeah, well, crazy app means we'd issue less shares, so it's better for us. But you still issue shares because yeah. you want that as yeah. a... a yeah, well, we, I mean, what makes sense for us is that in nine months, you know, say by the end of Q1, early Q2, we're going to have a feasibility study. And the feasibility study, in my mind, is going to show huge numbers, huge IRR, because this is going to be enormously profitable, in my view, based upon what I know of these things. And that will be another uh, market moment, right? So. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's why, why we, we want to get it done. So you want to want resource normal step, steps in the in the process. Okay, I'd say quite frankly, the, the seven and a half million is going to get you to that point. So exactly. two deliverables, which you think both should change the people's perception of the value of this thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got to have a view on what's happening in the nickel market. What is happening in the nickel market? I mean, obviously, uh, it's soft right now. I mean, it's, it's again, it's 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 an economic, uh, you know, base metal. So if general economic conditions are slow, as they are at the moment, uh, then you're going to be impacted. It looks to me like, you know, China is, uh, uh, you know, doing some things incentivized to try and get back on the game. So we'll see how it goes. But again, for our perspective, it's uh, not so much what the nickel market is today, it's what the nickel market will be in four or five years. And by all reports, based on any sort of, uh, you know, intelligence service you would use, looks to me a dramatic nickel shortage at that time, you know, based on, you know, what would, could, you know, possibly come to market. So, you know, we can make lots of money at nickel where it is right now. I mean, that's the good thing about the NISC deposit is in any economic cycle, we can make money and be at mine. We don't have to have $15 nickel. It'd be great to have it, but it's a nice to have, not a must have. So I, I think if we're in between sort of, uh, 
you know, eight to 15 for nickel, that's a great sweet spot for us. And I think that's highly likely to happen. And based on that, we can make a lot of money for our shareholders. Yeah, essentially, so I'm saying, so nickel's been bouncing around between 20,000, 22,000 for about the past six months. And yeah. Staying and still up 17 percent year, yep. year on year, so it, 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 it bodes well for the future, uh, for sure. Um, so things to look out for 43 101 before the end of the year, October, maybe end of October, yep. beginning of November. That's that sort of time yep. frame. And how long before you would then go for a resource? What sort of time frame? So there'll be resource in that 43 101, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Oh, so I think then there was an update a second. Uh, I know there'll be a, a feasibility study. Feasibility study, yeah, yeah, that'll be end of Q1, uh, early Q2. So that was the okay, so timeline. Lots of good stuff coming up. Yep. Nickel on the up. Nickel on the up. Drilling on the up. And then we're we're spinning out the nice kicker for our shareholders, our copper gold as well. Yep. So that'll be nice. So, oh, yeah, that's sugar. We, I didn't talk about that. Chile. And, yeah. Yeah. Tell me well, all about know, it. It was interesting with Chile, you know, because uh, one of the, the takeaways from working with the ambient noise technology is uh, just how effective it is. Um, and Chile, the big issue there is when you're, Exploring in the desert, which is where our projects are, or most of the, mm. you know, the, the spots that Atacama, are I've seen. Are you? Yeah, uh, we're yeah we're on the Atacama, just beside Lundin's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Candelaria mine. Yeah. So, the caliche in the sand obstructs, uh, uh, you know, IP and gravity. Okay, which is what you would normally use to uh, you know really assess out you know where you're going to go for exploration. Doesn't impact the ambient noise. So, because they're using it in West Australia, which has got caliche too. Yeah. So we're we're sending it down there after after NISC, and uh, think that could be a game changer in Chile. Now it's going to be in the spin out vehicle, but uh, Power Nickel owns seventy five percent of it, and, and our shareholders own the twenty five percent, and then we're going to finance, uh, raise the money separately, so it wouldn't do yeah. their thing. But we think it'll be a nice kicker for sure. Yeah, interesting, interesting. And and is there one more, another asset? Yes, the Golden Triangle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that that'll be in it as well, and and uh, you know uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the only uh, undrilled section there uh, that overlooks, the, it's literally the Mount Rainy overlooks Stewart, uh, three half-ounce gold surface. It was going to be our flagship until I found NISC. I, I really thought this was going to be a killer gold copper exploration play, but obviously we found NISC and, and moved on. But, but I mean, it's a, it's a killer, um, you know, piece of uh, ground for and sure. The, the, the happening when? Uh, basically in Q4. So we think okay. probably get it wrapped up in Q4. Mindful of whatever market conditions are, I suspect. That's what we're always trying to sort of feel. I mean, the key is we need to be able to finance it independently. That's why we're doing this, so we can separate it from the purse strings of power nickel so that we can give value to our shareholders but not dilute it uh, any further. It's, it's been a good, interesting three years watching you, actually, because it's been a tough market for everyone, yeah. equities. I'm not giving too many people a hard time because the markets are tough across the board, but you've been sort of slow, that kind of a creative growth relentlessness yeah we're up it. we're up like over 100 percent year yeah, over yeah, year which is yeah. you know i should be 500 percent, but what the hell it's 100 percent. take it yeah, yeah it's not it's not minus it's 20 down you know so yeah. so yeah you know it's uh you know it's a tough business as you know yeah. matthew and and uh but at some points you know you don't get all bad breaks you do get some good ones and uh i expect that's coming for us you know so we just once and and thankfully we're in quebec so we've been doing these two for one financing so it hasn't been as dilutive as it could be so we're doing it Dilution at fifty cents a share instead of twenty-five. Well, that's a lot more attractive. I mean, it'd be better at a dollar, but hey, you got to start somewhere. So that part's worked out well. Okay, Terry, good seeing you. Great seeing you, man. Cheers. Best of luck this week. Thanks, as well. man. Okay, bye.